We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. On this episode, we're going to be uh, recapping the first round of the NFL draft. We're going to play some spitball and catch you up to speed with the NBA playoffs, so stay tuned. Stop for sale! Did this shit my own life. At ten, dude. Did shit my whole life. <laughs> and we're back. My voice kind of hurts. I can't get it too loud. Welcome to the new age. That was pretty weak. I know. Was, that was kind of trash. I was like, yeah, we're back. Whenever I do it, I always feel like my throat's like uh, bleeding a you little. You need to get on your like Chris Berman. Back, 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 back. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you guys miss Chris Berman? Oh yeah, oh yeah, bro. Chris Berman was a man. I don't care how bad he was. Especially on that, <laughs> like, his his catchphrases and everything that he bought to the table was... He never A1. adjusted to, to Instagram and Twitter, though, because he would, he would call the plays even though you've seen them already. By the time the 11 o'clock, you know, the halftime show of, like, the Sunday night game, he would come on and he'd show you, like, the recap of the highlights. I love that yeah. shit. But he would go, like, could go. Oh, oh, the shoestring tackle at the yeah, three-yard like, line. Bro, we know what happened. It's like, yeah, we, House we of Highlights it. posted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw it. Okay? I miss it. Bring it back. Good old days. I miss him on the coverage, too. Like he was, he so was right good. on the coverage. Nah, he was. When he did that second, he would only get one game a year, though. It was the second Monday Night Football game. Now I'm talking no, about the no, coverage no, no, of the draft. Hosting NFL. Oh, I thought you were talking about NFL Countdown. No, nah, that, too. I'm talking about the draft, though. I miss him on the draft, mostly. And Countdown, but. Can't play by play. It was nice oh, when they gave him a game. Oh, when the trades and uh, yeah, you scared the shit out of me just now. <laughs> yeah, you did. You jumped like legit. I miss this home run derby work more than anything. Back, I'm back, back, super back. excited. I got like jazz running through my veins right now. Yeah, we're gonna get to that <laughs> in a second. Uh, but let's talk about the NFL draft we were watching yesterday. Tim was on IG Live. I joined you for a little bit, and then someone called me, and then it completely fucked up. So I just left. Good amount of people nice. in there though. Yeah, thanks for everyone who showed up. That was mm. that was fun. Yesterday. That was horny. I it watched was so the delayed fun. version. It was though. I mean, I watched it after the fact. 
but it's still dope. Yeah, it was right. so fun to get to watch your brother's reaction live of Baker Mayfield going one because they wanted him at three. They they looked like ghosts. They were so upset. They were like, <laughs> "Yo, what are we gonna do?" Like they were so. I was I was laughing my ass off. They were so. I was so happy. But yeah, the Cleveland Browns they ended up taking <laughs> so Baker Mayfield uh, at one. This was came out of nowhere. I think the last day though he was what minus three hundred in Vegas. Yeah. So yesterday around one o'clock in the afternoon Eastern time. Uh, it came out that he was minus 300 in Vegas to be the number one pick. Vegas never loses. Yeah. He was like plus 500 or something. This yeah, even uh, as, as far as about Monday, he was plus 500 to be the number one pick. I wonder what... How does that switch so fast? I mean, they have inside information. I mean, Vegas has to have inside... Now Vegas actually takes bets on the draft. So they definitely have a source somewhere. Yeah. It's... It's a little insane that Baker Mayfield won number one. I, got, I just got to put that out there. It is, it is. It is the browniest things... One of the browniest things the Browns can do. Yo, I hope he's so nice. Yeah, but even and if he's nice, a football at your dick. Yo, even if he's nice and my dick gets hit with a football, it still doesn't change this from being so Browns. You know, yeah. it's just so changing the definition Browns. of the Browns. Yo, the thing about Baker is he's so like flashy, and yo, he might have the highest ceiling, but one of the most unsafe floors. Bro, I think so. Whatever, mm. grab that dick, baby. Dog pound. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh, people listening some behind the scenes. We've had some arguments over the Jets roster and the Browns ro- roster, and anytime yeah. he'd put a point against Tim, he'd say it's because of the Browns. Yeah. Right. And then it would kind of end there. I think Tim was validated yesterday. Thank you. I, yeah. I'll take that. I would like to thank my and fans. I like Tim. to thank God. Yeah. Like to thank Yo, not for nothing. John Dorsey has a great draft track record with the Chiefs. So, so Dude, I think that this quick. was the ultimate Browns thing. Um, so th- this is a guy who was on no one's radar last year to be a first round pick and in one year now is the number one pick undersized in a city where you need to have a strong arm. Um, I don't know what people were impressed with, to be honest, because he plays in a video game conference, the big 12, every quarterback lights it up. Uh, my bad. The Kansas game didn't impress me where he threw five touchdowns. And the games against these shitty Big 12 teams don't impress. He put up 500 yards against Georgia. And that's he put up 287 yards against Georgia through the air. All right, so the offense put up what, the five, offense, 500 yeah, yards. But, but he was also 3 for 10 on third down. So there's a guy that against better competition, he didn't, he didn't play well. And this is a conference that RG3, right, lit it up, won the Heisman. Uh, see what happened to him now. Bryce Petty lit it up, too, Bryce down there. Bryce Petty! Yeah, but you're naming Baylor quarterbacks now. But it's it's the same. All those games are shootouts. Texas Tech, all these guys, they it's it's all shootouts down there. He's undersized. The Browns have made the same mistake on quarterbacks their entire history. And once again, they take an undersized guy, number one. Is that now. what you're referring to? Because I remember you said that in the chat yesterday. You're like, "Yo, they made this. They make the same mistake yeah, all the time." They do. And 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 I don't care. Uh, I think I'm gonna be right. In three years, they'll probably be looking for another quarterback once again. I don't know if it's all yeah. that. I think that I think I'm gonna decide with Nick here. I think you're right about like. Why would you take a giant risk like this? Like, you're the Browns, all right? That's number one. Who should they have Negative. taken then? Dar- Darnold. Okay. The reason is simple, because he was the number one guy on all the experts' boards. And honestly, as a franchise, that's what you need. You are such in a shithole place as a franchise. You don't need some guy to come be the savior. That's not... You're asking someone... Of his size and stature and athletic ability and game and and just like skill set, you're literally asking for something to happen that's never happened before. That's what you need. That's that's what you're asking. 
No one that looks or plays like Baker Mayfield has ever been good in the NFL. So you're asking the number one thing that's never happened to happen. And that's the only way you're going to get out of this hole. No, you don't take the big guy who's the good-looking USC dude. No, in the big good arm. He's a stretch. He's like a hard six. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about I'm like when I say good. Six. He's only 20. He's still got the acne. Six, dude. Yo, six. He's going to glow up in like four years. Watch. Nah. He's got money now. I guarantee the glow-up like is coming. Head. Yeah, he's not, not so the, square. The glow-up is so coming. He's not my type is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so that guy or the big arm guy, Josh Allen, even works. Or Rosen, who's the most NFL-ready. No, you go with the biggest question mark. The highest risk of all of them. Just They may be the highest reward. Maybe I sound like an idiot. But it's just such a brownsy thing to do. <laughs> Even if it works out, it's just so fucking brown. Oh, God, I hope it does so bad. I hope it does, too. I think the only reason why they're catching so much flag is because he wasn't projected to go number one. So whenever you go you know, off the board, you it's, get reactions It's weird like how he was, a lot of people thought he'd go three. So a two-pick difference is why it's it was huge. I, I thought he shouldn't be top five. I think top the only 15. thing that happened was that this all yeah. happened went down in a day. Which yeah. is what drove the craze. Because, like, what, Hefty Shefty put out a tweet? Hefty. Early morning, like, oh, now the Browns are favorited to, or Baker Mayfield is heavily is, in discussion. Is in the discussion, one. yeah. And then you parlay Yo. that with Vegas telling you that he's minus 300. It was, it was a lock over there at that point. If I'm the, if like, I'm, I don't know. So I guess he, like, kept it a secret, and then, like, the last day was like, oh, by the way, I'm fucking with Baker. If I'm, but why wouldn't you put that earlier and try to get the Jets to be like, because if they really wanted him, like, I Trade think, something. Give I think something. something happened. There is a fifth dimension. The fuck is this? Is oh, this is supposed. Is that like an ad? Tim. Oh, no. yeah, 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 I fucked that up. Yo, that is that was supposed Tim to be the Twilight Zone. It was supposed to be do 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 do. I got a conspiracy theory. I think the Giants. Surprise, everyone! Look, I think Tim's the, got a conspiracy theory. I think the Giants planted information. The Giants. The Giants. That Baker Mayfield was being talked about with the Jets. Here's my here's why. I think the Browns were having serious considerations on taking Saquon number one. <laughs> seriously. And and they liked Mayfield the most and Mayfield at four. I think they really wanted to. But the Giants, David Gettleman has a giant boner for Saquon Barkley. I don't know if you guys have heard quotes about him, but he's basically taking it in the ear, in the nose, in the mouth. Anywhere you could stick it, he's taking it from Barkley. So when you have a guy who loves that guy that much and you think the Browns are going to take him, I think they planted that seed because you didn't hear anything about Mayfield to the Jets until a week before the draft. I think the Giants planted that. I think it got out there, and I think it forced the hand of John Dorsey and the Browns to take Mayfield at one instead of Barkley and not wait. And I think that's what happened. I think the Giants played it well. I think that's what happened. Is that completely just like you just got that from your head? No, because of the timing, no, man. No, no, I, no, I did. Yep. Timing. It was all. How did the Giants the get in here? Like, I just like. Because the Giants want want to say Quan. Uh, you thought Saquon was gonna go one? I think that if look, if Mayfield is the pick, right, and you know for a fact that the Jets are interested in Josh Rosen, then why pick Mayfield one if you don't have to? Why would not wait till four? Or if you know that the Jets will take Darno, uh, Darnold. If he drops, which they <laughs> did, right? If they take Darnold, why not wait till four? <laughs> Fuck you guys, all right? I'll get it right eventually. <laughs> uh, why not? I don't know, because maybe the Giants will take fucking Mayfield. 
No, the, I think the Giants. No, the Giants had no inclination to take him at all. The Giants even came out and said that they're only going to take Darnold if he was the quarterback available, and didn't even take him. Oh. <laughs> Nick just had him. Yeah, he didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, as soon as Mayfield got taken, me and Nick were texting each other. Nick's like, "Yo, yo, yo!" Yeah. And then uh, you know how I thought I was watching the Giants take Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I went dude. from like a big yes to me going in panic mode, like, "Yo, please, Jets, don't fuck this." Yeah. <laughs> Yo, sitting right there. Yo, the you. Jets <laughs> traded from six to three and got the number one quarterback in the draft Woo! and Say saved and saved two first round picks. Yeah, the value of that pick probably uh, shot up once. Well, this, is what, this is what hold it feels on, like hold on, hold to on, win a on. trade, huh? Before we get to the Jets, let's go to the two pick. Uh, the Giants taking Barkley. Nick, I know you're like very upset. You, the picture you posted on your Instagram is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Lan VM10 on Instagram, cheap plug. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't like it. I'm not. I'm not happy. Here's the thing. Like, I'm. I don't, I don't. I'm not like unhappy. I'm like, I'll take it. I of of course, with the opportunity of having the second pick, you want a guy that you could probably get maybe 15 years out if he pans out. It'd be like, nice. That'd be nice. It'd be nice if we I did got it 12 before. to 15 years out of my guy. I take second overall, and you're not going to get it with Barkley. Yeah, you're not. As Guys, great not as great as he could be. Go go ahead. You could go for a second. What question. are we talking about here? We're talking about I want 15 years. No. I will take five years to seven years of an elite running back any day. Over yeah. what? Over what? Over a top ten quarterback? Look, no. But if okay. you have, you already have a quarterback in place. But there's only a few years left for on that quarterback. Seven seconds. Yo, listen. Yo, listen. If you take, look, you have Eli. He's only thirty-seven years old. If you take Barkley, only right? Yeah, only. Car- thirty-seven is he better be still doing a TB very 12, playable age. That shit is. Yo, there's a lot of 37-year-old quarterbacks that have had success in this league, including like Carson Palmer, who went crazy in his 37th year. Anyway, so you take him, you put him in that backfield. Now, all of a sudden, everything gets easier. I agree. Right? It adds balance to the offense. Yes, it adds. Now Odell is open more. Now Shepard sees more lanes. Now Ingram has more lanes. Now there's not any safeties in the box because of the threat that, 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 that there is. Or there is safeties in the box. No, no, I think you don't, can't put that because of Odell. Well, yeah. Or if you if you have to take them, no, I know put him in Barkley, then Odell <laughs> gets open. That's what I'm saying. I know. So it, there's there's so many now dimensions to this offense. And Eli Manning, yo, listen, he had no weapons, no offensive line, no running game, and still threw 19 touchdowns last year. It's not great, but he still played well. Yo, Tim, we're not arguing like for the next two years. We're saying like after Eli's gone. If you don't find a guy, it's like all right, we could have the best running back in the league, but it's. Like you can't win a Super Bowl with like a good running back. You still got to throw the ball. I I would argue that every single team that competed for a Super Bowl this year had an elite running game and a really good except for the Patriots. Elite running game, not, not one guy. The Eagles won it with with four running backs getting carries. That too. Okay, and they so, had but a, they still had an elite defense. running game, and I think that running game because they have the probably a top five offensive line. That's why. That's why it worked. Well, but David Johnson ran, for, I mean, got 2,100 yards behind the 26th ring offensive line in 2015. These things happen. The The running backs make the offensive line better. No. Man. No, the, the offensive line makes the running back. I, I, I'm with you on that's, that. that. That's like the, the, the first thing you hear in football. So that's why I. How I, does me running make a line better? But that's why I think it's, it's a unique situation in the fact that Leonard Fournette had his line in place and that team was built already to win. Of course. He was that's why that pick made sense. That's what I'm saying. Ezekiel Elliott. Of course. Was one of the final piece. He was the final piece. The yeah. Giants, 
I don't think Saquon is that final piece to like put them over the top per se. And I think I personally feel they they would have been better fitted going quarterback with Eli's play declining so much the last couple of years. Sure, you can say he had no O line, no running back. They haven't had a running game in how long, but his play has diminished, and there's there's no the O line hasn't gotten better. Sure, you add Barkley back there. That might help take some relief off him, so we'll see how much longer he can play. But the, realistically, was there two years left in him, two or three years? Uh, like I you think don't play much longer than 37 in the league. I think he's on his 18th hole. Yeah. He's on He's on the last the. And I think going year. quarterback and letting him sit for one or two years behind Eli, I think that but was the move for the next qu- 10 to 15 years. But why go quarterback in this day and age when rookie quarterbacks start all the time and you can get a guy like Rosen at 10, you can get a guy like Watson at 12? Because particularly the Giants, they're never up here in the draft this high. So I just said you can get Rosen at 10 and, and Watson at 12. Like, why? 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 You Just because you're taking a quarterback high does not mean he will pan out. And you're missing out on an elite player, possibly. Like, the way you build championships is not take this guy and groom him. It's fill as many positions as possible with elite players. And you had your opportunity. If you would have taken Chubb, it would have been okay with that, too, because he's an elite player. Or he's, he's graded out to be. Fill your positions with elite players. That's what you do. The, the more elite players you have, the better you'll be. It don't matter how many elite players you have if your quarterback isn't good. Well, tell it to the Eagles. Tell that to the Vikings. Well, well, tell that to the Eagles. The, the, the Carson Wentz had them uh, twelve and one until he got hurt. The, very, very true. But they they also won the Super Bowl without him. They were hot. The Vikings with with Case Keenum. Yo, the Giants. This is a this is a win now move taking Barkley, and they're not a win now team. I disagree. They're the sixth oldest team in the league. Yo, they're not a dude. They lost. They lost both their two best offensive linemen. They lost in free agency. But they replaced. And one, this though. is and this is the shittiest. Not, not the guy, the, the guys that left didn't get replaced. It, it was center and right guard. That's who got replaced. Uh, you bring in a left tackle. You get rid of Pierre Paul, right? Who's the other guy rushing with with, with Vernon? You don't have one. The defense is not going to be as good. You lost DRC in the offseason. Eli Apple's a shit show. You don't know what's going on with him. The offensive line is bad. The The Giants' offense the last three years has been a slant to Odell. They haven't scored 28 points in, I think, 25 games in a row. You don't take Barkley. You know, as great as he is, I'm going to get him for five to seven years. Right now, he's in his peak. Like, right now is the prime of a running back, 22 to 27. They say he's your prime years. Dude, in 10 years, Donald's going to be 30. 30. Do you know what the Jets are going to have this luxury if he pans out, which I think he is? They're not going to need to waste first and second and third round picks on a quarterback. For 20 years, baby. Guess what else? (laughs) Guess what else? Brady's done in two years. Three years. Jets take over after. Yo, Barkley's going to be fantastic. You trolls on Twitter, don't hit me up and tell me I told you so. But remember this. There's going to be a lot more games where he's going to have 18 carries for 30 yards. Because that offensive line is bad. But what about his his ability in the passing game as well opens things up? I, I think that I think that if you were making that exact argument you just made and you said Bradley Chubb is the pick, I would say you got a point and you're right. But if you want to pick a quarterback over him, it's just this in this day and age in this league and the way that talent is scouted, you're gonna have quarterbacks that are NFL caliber coming out in later picks every single year. Drafts drafts like this don't happen often. Where this many guys have been highly touted since they were high school juniors. Everybody's been talking up this class. 
And you said it before, boss. You're, you're in a situation in the Giants where you haven't made a pick like this since Eli Manning. You have to take you have to take the chance on this guy. Um, All right. Well, the guy that the that Nick wanted. Thanks for not. Three. Thanks for not picking him. By the well, way, well, the only that. reason why I wanted Darnold because I didn't think that Cleveland would not take him. Yeah. That's why I really liked Rosen. Jets took Darnold at uh, three. Tim, I know you're doing my happy dance right now. You are so excited I'm because like, you got that. He fits. I'm he like fits. doing trap mixed together with like white EDM. people swaying. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing over there. <laughs> EDM. You're like doing a slow chicken worlds. dance or something. <laughs> Tim's got a also a, a wooden ne- necklace of a turtle, so there's my, a lot going on over there. My spirit there. animal is the sea turtle. I'm not even going to get into that. Please just talk about football. <laughs> I love it. Hell yeah. Jets fans, listen up. Listen Woo! up. I am going. Iffy, I'm going to scream it out loud. You, you over there at home, you if you're a Jet fan, guess what? The number one quarterback in the draft is on our team. <laughs> Hell yeah. High fives, everyone. He's on our team. The number one quarterback in the draft has never been in our team. Not once. Not even Joe Namath. He wasn't even the best quarterback in his draft. We have never had the guy that everyone wants. We have him right now. And it only cost us, guess what? Three second round picks. Fuck it. You could have him because we got our guy. We got the big, strong, blonde, athletic, hard thrower. We got that guy. And he probably fucks. I don't think so, man. I bet you he fucks. No, nah, if you're a only, USC quarterback, you definitely yeah, I mean, only, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't forget, Matt Liner went back for his senior year, not because the team was good. A lot of elite gash <laughs> out there, too. Yo, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> not because He's the got team was every good. tool, and he was beautiful in his pro day in the rain. Beautiful. And yo, think about it. In New York, it's, it's, it's a hard stadium to play in. And you get the harsh wind conditions sometimes. The metal yeah, that it, it gets cold in December in New York. And there's a guy, big, strong arm, and the build, too. He's thick. Hello. But, like, he's, like, chunky. Like he is. He's, not, he's, 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 not, he's not Ryan Tannehill. He's like Ben Roethlisberger. Or, or, like, yeah. or Josh no, Rosen. Not as kind of yeah, skinny. Josh Rosen is kind of... He, he's built like Aaron Rodgers. Like Goff, almost. Rosen. It's Rosen and Goff, and then... Yeah. yeah. Guys, right. guys like that, they break their collarbones. Dude, Tony Romo, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Why? Why does Russell Wilson not get hurt? Oh, I'm so excited! Because he's he's a th- he's a thick quarterback. He's stocky. That's mm-hmm. a better one. Thick is kind of you know taken out of context Hello. sometimes. But Hello. I like Donald. I don't think there's much more you could say about that, boss. Your, uh, your thoughts? You're a Jeff fan. Yeah, I love it. I, I love it. I love it. Like I, I don't know. There's not you know enough good things. I think the only weakness the Jets have on their roster right now truly is their offensive line, and it's going to take time. Like I know I'm not expecting Donald to play this year. You know, it's it's a it's a one-year, two-year thing. I mean, I hope he doesn't, to be honest. And you know what's crazy? I was watching the draft last night, and, and everyone had nothing but good things to say about Josh McCown as being a mentor mm-hmm. and someone to learn on there, which I kind of didn't think of him as that, being he's been a journeyman his whole career. He is a veteran quarterback, but he hasn't really stuck around anywhere or taught a young QB off the top of my head that I can think of. Like, he was with the Bears for a while, with the Browns. I mean, he's been all around the league. He's been on, like, eight different teams, but... It was kind of cool to hear that. Like he could learn from him. Um, it's Rob, just, Rob Ryan said the McCown brothers are extraordinary people because they want to help at every um, junction that he's because he's coached both of them, Luke and Josh. And also, Josh Josh McCown texted Darnold and said, "Whatever you need, I got you." Can you imagine that as a rookie, your quarterback that you're competing against texting you and telling you, "Yo, I got you." 
I think well, that he comes, knows he's not the answer. Yeah, yeah, I think he that that comes from him being a journeyman too. Right, yeah, like he right. knows his time is limited, so he knows that yo, I, I might as well just set him up. The only confusing thing right now about the Jets is their quarterback situation. As crazy as it sounds, considering they just solved it, like you have Teddy Bridgewater in the room, Josh McCown, and Sam Darnold. So something's got to be done. Cuts got to be made, and it's, and it's weird because we just signed the Jets just signed Teddy Bridgewater this offseason. Dude, I totally forgot about I that. I did too. Yeah. So where are the reps to go around for this rookie quarterback? That's going to be your future guy. Teddy's out. Nah, he I think they'll to. keep Teddy. They'll probably get rid of Bryce Petty. Right, right. But I'm just talking about Sam Christian Darnold's got to get. I mean, what kind of reps is Teddy going to get to ever be back in the NFL? And what kind of reps is Sam Darnold Darnold going to get as the third overall pick? Yeah, I mean, considering Josh McCown's probably running with your ones. Yo, if you're the Jets, three of the last four years, you probably got one of the best players in the draft, and it was an accident. Mm -hmm. Leonard Williams, you shouldn't have gotten. He dropped. Uh, you got you had Darren Lee, who Jerry's still on him, and then you get Jamal Adams last year. And now Donald, you get the best quarterback in the draft. Nick, you're making me so fucking horny right now. <laughs> Yo, nah, but for the Jets, they shored up the linebacker with Avery Williamson. Yeah, they short up cornerback with Jermaine Johnson and brought back Mo Claiborne. They have Jamal Adams and Marcus May, first second round pick last year. There's not really much weakness on defense, and then offense. If Robbie Anderson can stay on the field and out of trouble off the field, you're looking at a possible number one for the next four or five years. Yeah. Return of Quincy Nunwa. Return of Quincy Nunwa. You have Terrell Pryor, who you know who I knows about what's that up with too. him. And then Jermaine Curtis, who you traded for last year, Sheldon Richardson trade. So you have weapons on offense. You bring in Crowell. The running situation is a little suspect, like Crowell and Blau Powell. There's not much there, but I like what I saw. That can be that can be shored up by just as Nick just talked about, just building some building on your offensive line. Bro, I'm telling you, you hit on Darnold. Guess what? You don't got to worry about day one and day two picking a quarterback for the next decade yep. just put it in this way as a jet fan i i haven't seen a good quarterback my whole life yo you don't word need up. yo you don't like, need him you chad pennington might be the best quarterback i've ever seen word, word up and here's i saw the, the, the back years of any test already here's the thing you don't need donald to be tom brady ready don't shoot let him be matt ryan you know what atlanta hasn't needed they haven't needed to take a quarterback in round one, two, or three in the last decade. Yeah, I'll take and that. And you can wag your finger all you want. That's facts. Atlanta hasn't wasted a pick on a quarterback. No, so that's they've, true. they've built the entire team the way they wanted because they know that this guy's we're chilling for the next decade. He's good enough. But, but yeah. be Matt Ryan, though. I mean, not but be Aaron Rodgers. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> you know? Ideally, in a perfect world. But if his floor is Matt Ryan, sign me up. Fine, yeah, I'll, t I'll take that, too. Uh, all right, at four, the Browns' second pick. They take Denzel Ward, the quarter, uh, corner from Ohio State. Kind of surprised they didn't go Chubb here. Really head scratcher. Really head scratcher. Now, they do have a good uh, D end opposite of Miles Garrett already. I forget his name. It's uh, He's a nose, I think. Oh, Gongway? Yeah, Gongway. Like, uh, he, so he's he could rush the passer as well. So I, I guess, guess that's what they they're thinking about. They didn't, I mean, they needed help at corner too, no? They yeah, got Demarius yeah. Randall. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah from, pick from Green Bay. I mean, how good was Green Bay? He was almost as good as Ha Ha Clinton Dix. There he goes. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, no, but I, but I mean, a, a corner can help you. A corner can help you a lot. But I don't just don't understand how you take him over Chubb, especially because he's an undersized guy. He's only five ten. In a league where you're looking for corners that are bigger. I think the bigger corner has become very popular. And you saw Jair Alexander. He's a bigger guy get taken later. And a lot nah, of people he's only like five ten too. Jair? Really? Yeah, Jair's only 5'10". A lot of people had him on the board because Jair. I guess just uh, more of a bigger presence, I guess. He also, Denzel Ward only played one year at Ohio State, so they still think he's kind of raw. And Jair Alexander made a lot of plays like interceptions and pass breakups. But better like ball skills. Yeah. 
Yo, it's five ten. I just five ten, yeah. Yo, this guy can't even guard me, dude. Yeah, he's five ten. He might be faster. But yo, you know. yo, if there was no one on the phone making a call at number four for a quarterback, like I think you could have got Denzel Ward further back in the draft. But if that was your guy and no one was ringing the phone for that four pick, then go with your guy. Yeah, I guess so. I'm just not ready to say this Browns, as brownish as it was, that, that this draft was a bust yet. Or no. fuck, not a bust. No, that's the wrong term to use because it's used so loosely as Tim uses it with Ha Ha Clinton Dix and stuff. But, yo, <laughs> like, it, it, I'm not ready to deem it, you know, crazy yet no, or a failure. Or No lie. This is going to sound crazy. If I was knowing what I know now, I would have taken Barkley one and Chubb four and not even take a quarterback if you're going to take Mayfield. That's what I would do. Jesus, because I get the best offensive player and the best defensive player. That's a that's a that's fair. That's that BPA approach. That that's what you got to be though. If, if yo, if you're gonna take May, Mayfield, I'm, I'd much rather do that. Yikes! I'm on the Nick train on that one, man. You, Nick hates Mayfield. You gotta. I'm not. I'm not a Mayfield fan at all, man. You it's, got one and four. It's unfortunate. I like Mayfield, but how you not leaving? You're one and four. How you not leaving with at least Barkley or Chubb? I we we were yeah, talking on yeah. this thing like everyone was talking like they're gonna get either Barkley or Chubb for sure. I thought for sure they were taking Chubb. I thought they were gonna take Chubb or trade out of there. Even if you think Mayfield's a better quarterback, I think this is the more egregious pick personally, because you're taking an undersized guy. Egregious. Egregious is a bar. Bars. That was fire. You're taking the more undersized guy in, in, instead of a guy who like most people and respected people, respected people are saying this dude is the guy. Both their picks were picks that like were not expected at all. So who knows? Right. Maybe they're just like, you know, they have I don't know, withholding some information. But uh Chubb went next to the Broncos. He gets paired up with fucking Von Miller. That's a nice little line. Did you see the video of Von Miller going ape shit? <laughs> he was so hyped. That's a lot of speed though. Yeah. Coming off the edge. Yo, Bradley I mean, Chubb isn't much of a physical guy, he'll beat you with speed. He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna run around you. The Bills wanted that number five pick, and the Broncos turned it down because they couldn't pass on Chubb. I, they didn't expect Chubb to be there. I think they wanted a, a cue. I'll tell you what, it really changes the Broncos. If this guy is who he says, who people say he is, this changes the Broncos completely, and that this makes them into an elite defense again, possibly. And all of a sudden, things are different in, in with the Broncos. And on top of that, this is John Elway really putting his stamp on Keenum. Like... We believe in you, bud. Go out there and beat somebody. Yeah, I mean, I think Keenum, like, is, is I mean, I don't know. It, I mean, last year he had, like, one of the best years that he'll probably ever have, maybe the best year he'll ever have in his life. But if even he's, like, a little lesser than that, I think he's good enough that if you build your defense to be that good, he's good enough to, to play with that talent that they have in that offense to fucking win. If they have, like, an elite D, they want Peyton Manning. I think Peyton Manning in his last year is... Probably not as good as Case Keenum is. Speaking of Elite D, I did my Ancestry profile this month, and I'm a little bit from the Congo. Like, hmm. I'm less than 1% from the Congo. Yeah, listen. Congo. No. <laughs> listen, all I'm saying is I know which part of my body is from the Congo. Yeah, you're fucking That's all asshole. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> this kid does not have it. Yo, they really have, like, on average, like, seven foot, seven foot, seven inch dicks. That's crazy. Elite Ds. Um, <laughs> the next one we have is the the Colts at six to Quentin Nelson. No, brainer. finally building the offensive line. Yeah, that that's an easy one. Ryan Kelly last year, and now now you get him. Oh, Drew. And that. they and they took a, a tackle in the second round just now. 
I drew that up on the mock. Did you? You just had saying, it there? Just saying, yeah. Nice. I don't think we. I think got, that was a no brainer. We didn't get any of these right yet. I don't think. Now we did. Oh we no, did. I got Barkley. We got Barkley. Yo, I'm on the board. What's good? Wow, you had Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you play. I played a hand. I was dope. Congrats. Who had Mayfield going first and Ward going forward? Yeah, Who had come that, on, bro? Come on now. The Browns did. Uh, <laughs> Yo, we didn't have Denzel Ward going until mad late in ours. I remember you said you took him. I, I took him to like uh, in the late teens. Like Green Bay, maybe. Yeah, good, good call though. They took a corner. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, the seventh pick, Josh Allen. Went to the Bills. I like this for the Bills. Now, the Bills, you got to know that there's two there's two ways to draft. You can either take the safe pick or the the not-so-safe pick. And if you're a playoff team last year, that's when to take the chance. They took a chance on the quarterback. Strong arm. I love it. Great job. I mean, I feel like since this dude has the biggest arm, like you probably like in Buffalo, you're going to have to throw the fucking shit out of the ball there. Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo gets crazy, as everyone knows during the winter. I mean, Josh Allen's a good pick. I, sheesh, AJ McCarron, mm. and him there. I don't Yo, know. Yo, AJ McCarron's rough... got one of the worst tattoos ever. What is he? Yeah, his whole fucking chest. With what? It's just like covered. With what? Just like a bunch of shit. Ink. It's like a ton. Of, it's <laughs> like a ton. seen the Conor McGregor tattoo. Yeah, it's. Oh my god, AJ McCarron got it's that. It's like where it looks like a vest. Yo, AJ McCarron looks like someone who would like. Like serve lunch to the elderly. He does not look like someone with a whole chest tattoo. Look at that shit. Oh, oh geez. Isn't that weird as hell? Nah, it's a regular chest piece, bro. Yeah, no, that's not right, regular. Right. I don't. He's got a little chest that's for that. that. That's a bad look. Yeah. Put in Catherine Webb. I know who that is. That's a great look. <laughs> Yo, that's she got like famous from that game. You yeah, Brett Musburger got a piece? semi. He was like, oh, <laughs> oh. He was like, look at his girlfriend. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, must be nice to be a quarterback, huh? Yeah. Yo, it was weird. <laughs> People were like, yo, bro. go easy. Slow there, down, buddy. Uncle Brent. Yo, it was so <laughs> weird. But she was smoky in that stand. Yeah, she was. Are oh. they still dating? Yeah, they're married. They got a kid. Oh, that's... He did it right. He put a baby in her. She got to see him the rest of his life. It's also <laughs> that's how it goes. Also one of Josh Allen's tweets about tweeting about McCarran's lady. Did yeah. he? That was rehashed, yeah. Wait, hold on. It was like really? McCarran's lady greater than sign or something. That's uh-huh. hilarious. But I mean, everyone was tweeting that during that time. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we know Nick was. Oh, He's a good looking guy. That's going to be a good-looking baby. Dude, he's a Bama quarterback. It's like instant. Yeah, especially in the South. He's a winner, too. It's going to be a hot baby. Forget. <laughs> it's going to be a hot baby. Uh, all right, then the Bears took Roquan. My yeah. cousin, a big Bears fan, loved the pick. He's like, I was so fucking happy. Pete hasn't texted me, I think, since Vegas. Maybe one time since Vegas. He's yeah. like, he's like, yo, I've been talking this guy up for months now. Please tell me I'm, I'm right. I was like, yeah, I, I like him. He's my favorite linebacker. <laughs> Roquan. Yo, dude, yo pair him up with, with, sorry, with Danny Trevathan, too, in the middle. That's a pretty nice one-two punch there. Roquan he's, is a tackling machine. Yeah. That's all there is to it. And he has that motor. Plug he's, and play? He's going 100 every play. Plug and play on the weak side. Chase down some running backs from, the, from behind. That's He's going to be all over the field. Fucking Bears. I, Are Bears going to be nice? Nick was right. Yeah, how do you Roll guys feel about Mitch? Mitch Trubisky? Oh, no. now now they have they have <laughs> another Mitch. They have some weapons now. His name is Mitchell, all right? They got Trey Burton. They got Allen Robinson. So they got to a, sign A-Rob. They got a pretty good uh, running back, Jordan Howard. So let's see. Let's see. You got your scat back into Tariq Cohen. Offensive line is not the worst. Let's not forget about their new head coach who's offensive-minded. Not bad. I, I think the Bears probably... They're like the uh the like probably most improved team I would say. 
If I had to say one thing. They're in a tough division. <laughs> they are in a tough division. They're in a tough division. Uh, all right. At nine, San Fran went offensive line. Mike McGlinchkey. Top of the morning to you. I didn't pronounce that right. But like, McGlinchey. You, know. you protect protect your guy. Protect Garoppolo. Yeah. Can I just ask this? Uh-oh. The Niners gave up a second round pick for Garoppolo. Would you give up? The first pick in the draft for Garoppolo, knowing what you know now, like May, May, Mayfield. Like, I I say I say yeah. Would the Browns trade straight up Mayfield for Garoppolo? What do you think? Would the Would the, the Browns take that trade? Would the Browns trade Mayfield for Garoppolo? The yeah. big the big yes, the big the big rumor in the offseason was New England wanted one and four for Garoppolo, and then San Fran came in and gave up a second round pick for Garoppolo. It's like, dude. This is why you're the Browns, and this this kid, that's how he could end any argument. It was because they're the Browns, and it's like, yeah, well, you can do dumb shit like that. Hindsight, you could say that, but that's a tough trade to make without him playing much football before that. Now he's undefeated. What do you go, 6-0 and to close out the season? 5. 5-0. and I think it's also different because of the fact, you know, the whole situation. You're not, you're not getting Jimmy Garoppolo for a second-round pick if there's not some kind of feud going on in the Patriots family. I mean... I guess so. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah. Uh, ten, Arizona took Josh Rosen. Uh, I if you look across sports, traded up to get him. By the way, if you look across sports, guys that drop in drafts, whether NBA, I don't know much about the MLB because there's like 950 rounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know much about the NHL because there's a lot of like European guys I've never seen. NBA and NFL, I know about guys that slip in the draft, and they think they should have been higher. Which I'm sure all of them do, but when they're outspoken, I think the the success rate is like ninety percent. <laughs> I'm just assuming, <laughs> but I just know that is a lamb stat of that the is day. But, yeah. but it, it just makes sense. These guys that drop, right? Lamar Jackson too. He was pissed, he looked, hey, yo, fired up. He looked like, yo, put let's go week one right now. Yeah, we gonna get a Super Bowl. With. Believe that. Yeah, yeah. Believe so, that. So Josh Allen goes to Arizona. By the way. I discovered Josh Allen, uh, Josh Rosen, because he put a, 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 a jacuzzi in his dorm room. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, that guy is super frat." Now he's going to like Arizona, Arizona State, oh. the elite. <laughs> but also the football team. I, I still think that now their window has. I thought it, it slammed shut with Sam Bradford. Um, I think Rosen is going to be the starter week one, and. Yeah, indoors. You got a pretty good coach, Steve Wilkes, just became the the new head coach over there. And Larry Fitzgerald's still getting it done. Hell yeah. We think that he's out the door, but he'll probably catch a hundred passes again this year. And that's a nice guy to have. They're getting David Johnson back too. The defense is not the worst. It's a tough ass division. That's the only knock. But I think Rosen is I was a big Rosen guy. I, if I was Rosen, I don't I don't like his comments he made after about how there was none of the teams that made nine mistakes. Blah, that blah, stuff blah, blah, blah. rubs me the wrong way. And then especially because he said, but for some reason, when I got picked at 10, all that went away. Nah, it's because you got picked by the Cardinals. But, but, That's what you say, guy. But hold on. How come Antonio Brown wears the, the number 84? Because eight times four is 32. 32 teams passed on him. Like, we don't hold that against him. I don't. And I don't hold, pa- like, I don't hold it against anyone who's like... My whole thing is like, yo, it's draft day. You're being interviewed right after you got taken. And like one of the first things you say is like, yo, like you're basically saying like, I wanted to go every team before this, but like, I'll take it. And you know, you just, it's, it's disrespectful and it's, it shows you like, that's the reason why he, he went 10. 
because people don't like his outlook and his mentality on things, and it just kind of shows you. Yeah, I've talked about this with a couple of my friends. Like, it seems like the smarter you are, the more the less they want you, or the more outspoken you are. Like, you can't be yourself. That's why. Like, no, but it's just weird because I saw an interview where he was like, "Yo, I don't care where I go. I just want to play. Like, I just want to get the shot." It's like, "Yo, you're getting the shot," and then you complain about like where you slipped. Look at Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. He's like, "Yo, yeah, I'm a little mad, but you know what? Ravens. I'm about the Ravens now." That's in the past. I'm about the Ravens. That's what that's what you want to hear him say. He didn't mention Cardinals are happy to be with Arizona one time in that whole interview. So some people need chip, some people use that chip on your shoulder. Yo, by the way, if AB is that really why he wears his number? Yeah, incredibly stupid. There's 31 teams passed, <laughs> 31 <laughs> teams passed on him. Well, like, well, hold on. Pittsburgh him. passed on him four times. Okay, because he went in the fifth round. Someone gave him a shot. True. That's all I'm saying. But I mean, like Brady, Brady does the same thing. Brady's fired up. Like he's still the guy that he is today because he got he went in the sixth round. Yeah, I have no problem with that. I also have no problem with Rosen making these comments, like when he's named starter, and like I'm gonna make sure everyone knows mm. that fucking like whatever. But like draft day right afterwards, like I'm not like crazy about that. <laughs> he's in a good situation. He's got. He's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna play in a good situation. Just... <laughs> 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 what? You know, he's in a good situation. I don't know where that came the from. The situation is good. Yeah. Um, all right. Eleven. Uh, <laughs> Miami took Minka Fitzpatrick, who was touted as one of the best players in this draft. I thought Vita Vea was going there, but I can't. I can't hate on it. Good pick. Minka. Although you know those Alabama DBs. All I'm saying is, be wary. What does that mean? You said this last. They time. don't come out as me, good as they're expected. Is what I'm saying. First round DBs do not perform up to first round caliber usually unless you're nick and you really like haha clinton dicks bro and landon no he was the second rounder his second round oh you want to talk? okay yeah. but i'm like yo he's a db i'm not gonna waste my time on this again <laughs> <laughs> uh but the guy you're talking about via vea which by the way have you heard his real name yeah yeah i thought i had a whole long name they cut it short right they yeah. cut it short. Short. That's not even. They his, cut this bitch in they, eighths. If they cut lives with the Kembe Matumbo status. Him, yeah, I know the Kembe Matumbo's full name off top. Where no, it? you don't. Sorry, guys. What is it? Please give it to us. The Kembe Matumbo Mafundo Makamba Jean Jack Matumbo. Let's fucking <laughs> go. Why do you know that? I swear to God, I know. Wait, That's why do you know? Because I had a basketball card when I was little, and I met him, and I was like, I was tripped out. I'm like, yo, I was like, your name, your name isn't even Matumbo. It's Watumbo. No, it's Wamatumbo. <laughs> Sorry, God. Wait, one more time. Look it up. Dikembe. Look it up. Someone have that fact. No, check that. Just, we, no, no. Uh, it Dikembe right. Matumbo, Maplundo, Macumba, Jean Jack, Wamatumbo. <laughs> Did you just say Jean Jacket? <laughs> Jean Jack. Dikembe Matumbo, Maplundo, Macumba, Jean Jack, Wamatumbo. Yo, that's hilarious. Get it. What about Vita Vea? Yo, Vita Vea, Rhea. That one I don't know. Rhea. <laughs> Try to say ready. It's Tavita. To, oh, oh shit! You got this, Joe. You got no, this. No, there's two. Per, there's two apostrophes in one word here. We believe. Tuiaka Ono. Tavita nice. Tuiaka Ono. Tupulotu. No disrespect, Tavita. Moses Vaha Vehoku Valetau Vea. That's so, definitely not how you say it. So his first name is Tavita. <laughs> yeah, that sounded like the they Torah. Cut that, they cut that short. That sounded like that sounded like Hebrew. Like I feel like I, I just did my bar mitzvah. How me. how you turn that into seven letters is great. Yeah. God bless America. But yo, uh, great fit. Dope defensive line dope in a line. division that has a lot of good quarterbacks. Gerald McCoy. McCoy, JPP, Vinnie Curry, and now him in a division that has a ton of good passing offenses. That's what I'm like saying. Atlanta went Ridley. 
and uh, Julio Saints got Michael Thomas. Like you got to get to the quarterback. DJ now. Moore went time. to uh, Carolina, Carolina, and Steve Smith came out and said, "Yo, since I got cut, they haven't found a guy like me, and I'm endorsing him as the next ah, man." Is this, the, is, this the, is this the best D line in the league? Uh, I mean, nah, it could Philly, be. They're, Philly, re- Philly. they're really they're up deep. there. Philly. They're really deep. Yeah, Philly, Philly is Philly's fucking. Philly crazy. loves Vinny Curry. As soon as I left that mouth, they got I was like, Michael what? Bennett. That's true. Yeah. It's like, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah it's, it's still Philly, but they're coming. I want to talk about the defensive line for uh, the Saints. The, the the move the Saints did was kind of a head scratcher, and uh, I saw my influence on all of you guys when that trade was made. You guys all thought quarterback because I always say that if you trade up, it's going to be a quarterback. You guys all said Lamar Jackson. I did not say Lamar That's Jackson. Guy. I was on uh, Twitch. I think uh, Impy, <laughs> I was too. I think uh, Impy said he's like Lamar Jackson time. And they take Marcus Davenport. Give up a first round pick next year. I don't know, man. If I'm trading up, I'm taking a quarterback. That's just me. Well, getting a fir- giving up a first round pick too. Yeah. You know, there is one thing you always do say. Get a quarterback. Get the other team's quarterback. Protect the quarterback. This is the second on that rung, right? It's get the quarterback. If Look... I heard this from Michael Lombardi. He said that um, Parcells used to have a list, like, and break into three tiers: guys we must have, guys we need, and guys we want. Mm. And he was on the must-have list. They gave up a first-round draft pick next year. That's crazy. But Sean Payton says this guy is the last key to us winning a Super Bowl. I would say that they need a pass rusher outside of uh, Cam Jordan. Alex Okafor was good this year. He just got hurt. Yeah. So that's that's three guys now, and you notice it's kind of like a trend because the Eagles, when you win the Super Bowl, everyone wants to copycat you. The Eagles won with a dominant defensive line, and now you see there's a lot of people trying to build dominant defensive lines. I wouldn't say it's because of Philly. I think that's just been since the Giants did it. Yeah, I, I mean, but in in the sense of they're trying to build offensive lines that are more deep. So what you see is a lot of rotations now, and a lot of guys who there's two ends on the field. And they draft Marcus Davenport because Marcus Davenport is going to play just as much as Cam Jordan, just as much as Alex Okafor, because those three guys are going to be in constant motion. And I think that's the Philly recipe that everyone's trying to dictate, like have. Same thing with uh, with the Bucks. The Bucks they just got JPP. They drafted Vita Vea. They have Gerald McCoy. And they have a, they have a whole bunch of other guys on that line that's just going to be constantly in a rotation. It's gonna be good. It's gonna, it's gonna be fun to watch. Our line fucking blows. <laughs> what other what other picks from like fifteen to the end did you guys think were? Kind Yo, of- do you guys think about Rashad Penny? Yo, that was first of all that got me tight because I thought I was gonna hit my parlay. Not my parlay, but I was gonna hit my bet. I bet two and a half receivers. Running backs. Running backs. No, no, no. he bet receivers. I bet receivers, and there was two, oh. and I needed three. You thought they were gonna go receiver? Yeah. So Rashad Penny was should have gotten drafted on Friday. I thought that was definitely a reach. Yo, just know we're shopping. At the time that we're recording, the last running back that we saw get taken was uh, Chubb, Nick Chubb, Cleveland. It's like, yo, Geis. Yo, Geis is nice. Bars. Hello. Right? But yo, I watched him at LSU and this dude was a beast, even with Fournette on the team. Yo, just know Rashad Penny in, is a beast like, too. He is, guy? yes, he is. Yo, and, and, and dude he played- ran behind Donnell Pumphrey for three years. Donnell Pumphrey, if you don't know, is the FBS rushing leader all time. At, at in all of NCAA. Yeah, all, all division. Marshall yeah. Falk, I think, had the record. And they all three of them came from SDSU. Yo, this dude put up 1,000 yards behind Donnell Pumphrey, where, a season where he put up two thousand, like 2,300. And this year he had the, the ball to himself, and he still had a monster season. Both years he averaged seven yards a carry. Yo, this dude's a bruiser. I just think if you're Seattle, you should have took an offensive lineman. I agree. Because, 
like you've lost a lot of your offensive line the last couple of years. It's your weakness. We we talk about Russell Wilson being Houdini back there. Yeah. But he can only do so much. And now think about what he got to face twice a year. Sue and Donald. Chan Jones on Arizona. The Niners have spent first round picks the last like four years, it seems like, on, on defensive linemen. And it's like they're not doing what I what I say, protect your quarterback. So I, I didn't understand that at all. And I I also like Carson. Chris Carson. He's been banged up. What? Well, he got hurt. He was a rookie, though, but he got hurt. It's like uh, I, I liked him a lot. What stands out to me here is I think you're seeing the end of the – look, if you're Pete Carroll, you're an old man now kind of. I think what Pete Carroll's doing is he's not becoming new. He's not trying to build again. What he's trying to do is reach back and see what worked last time and try and like make it happen again. You're not going to find Marshawn Lynch. And I think that he's trying to find Marshawn Pinch, Lynch in Penny. In Penny, I think he's just trying to get back he's to Penny the run pinching game. to get some lynching, go fishing, bars. You just carry cool. yourself more. <laughs> I, think, I think Rashad Penny's going to be a stud. Yeah, but I don't have a problem with that pick. Though? Yeah. All right. Maybe not first round. I mean, like you said, running back values, aside from like, the last couple of years, that guy who goes top five, there's usually not much behind that until the second round or day two. But I think this dude is a monster. Yo, Atlanta break out. Atlanta just getting bring up Calvin Ridley. Yo, can I go ahead? Go ahead. No, no, I got a conspiracy theory. Oh, here we go. Go ahead. Go. You over. Shocker. No, no. You have to say it. I would love to hear. I, I, I just say. like it because they lose Taylor Gabriel, and he was a big part of their offense, especially in the red zone. Ridley's a really good red zone wide receiver. Uh, Julio. Doesn't get used in the red zone for some reason. But that offense is dope now. You got Sanu in the slot. You got uh, Julio, obviously. You got Ridley now coming in, who's a very polished wide receiver. They he He's the oldest of the bunch. So that's why like his route running is more exceptional than the other guys. And um, tight end is kind of a revolving door. And then the two-headed monster in the backfield. And, you know, in a dome, too. I think that's a dope-ass move. Their offense been good. But if like, only they had a quarterback. So... <laughs> you see how good Calvin Ridley is this year with a quarterback. I'll so, tell you that. I'll tell you this. Jalen Hurts couldn't get him the ball. Let's mm. rewind two years ago. Right? I mean, two days ago. Excuse me. <laughs> two days ago, uh, Julio Jones just decided he was going to delete every single picture what was that? that had to do with the Falcons off of his Instagram. Has not said anything about what's going down. And then all of a sudden, the Falcons take a first-round wide receiver. I don't know. I think this might be trouble in paradise. I think this might be Julio. A little message that has to do with Julio, man. I think that this could mean we are getting the heir apparent to Julio. Y'all love social media. Everyone digs so deep into everything. Yo, why would he delete every picture that that had to do with the Falcons? It is a little weird. weird. That's like, like, yo, if if you're dating someone, you don't go back and delete all your pictures (laughs) with them unless you're not dating them anymore. Unless Unless you're on the market and you're trying to say, hey, ladies. I'm on the market. It's a little weird. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, Jordan Howard kind of did the same thing with the Bears, and everyone thought he was going to get traded too. He like took Chicago out of his Instagram handles. So I, I'm not looking great. too much into that. I mean, they're both Al- Alabama wide receivers. It's another thing too that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a problem for DB. Maybe maybe we are reading too much into that, but I also thought I also thought it was like very strange. I love th- that he like unfollowed everyone that was like part of Atlanta. And then he like deleted all the pictures. I was like, all right, what, what's going on? That's a little weird. I like how uh, the Patriots took two guys from Georgia. Kirby Smart being the head coach at Georgia, coming from the Nick Saban tree. What does Belichick always do? He goes back to his disciples. 
Nick Saban being a guy under Parcells, under Belichick. It's like he gets the info from the like the main source. And you he took they, he took win the left tackle six two Sony six, Michelle six two and then they take really Sony small. Michelle who by the way fantasy football owners Belichick don't care about your fantasy football team no he does not now there's there's five running backs now good luck trying <laughs> to pick the right one they'll probably get rid of like at least one of them I think but Sony Michelle is a a better like uh, who's the guy that they used to have Dion Maroney he's like a Dion Lewis kind yeah there you go that's the name I was thinking about he could do both. Catch Lawrence Maroney. Yeah, right. That was well, he was like, back. who's the guy they used to have? I was yeah, like, this yeah. dude's like not digging into last year. He's digging deeper <laughs> than that. Corey Dillon? Corey Dillon. They, yo, they had, for a period of time, they had a bunch of washed up guys who just, Steven Jackson, Corey Dillon. Like, they were just grabbing guys at the tail end. I, I like, I really like the Bills pick at 16 with Ed, Edmonds. I really like that. Um, I love what the Ravens did. The Ravens went from loser to winner in with one trade. Uh, you trade up into the first round to get Lamar Jackson. And when you get Lamar Jackson, not only do you get him on your team, you also get him with a fifth-year option because he was drafted in the first round because of the rookie wage scale. Mm. Instead of if you get him in the second round, you only get a fourth-year option. So that's a, a crucial year. On top of that, it gives them a whole new dimension to their offense. And, yo, it's time for Joe Flacco to start feeling some pressure because I think Mr. Joe was starting to feel himself a little bit too much. He won a Super Bowl. He got... The big contract, yeah. he got comfortable. Yeah. And last year when he was playing like shit, he had the nerve to be like, oh, you know, you can't treat me like that because I'm a superstar or whatever. He fu- he basically said that without those words. Like, d- guess what, Mr. Flacco? You got to check yourself before you rickety, rickety wreck yourself oh because you got one more year left on your on your deal guaranteed. It gives them an out from that contract too. Right. And now you're, you're like, yo, I have a first round pick now. Like, sorry, I'm not giving you twenty five million. Especially because you're you're drafting a guy whose whole game is predicated on athleticism. You're not sitting him for too long. And yo, now he's fired up too. I love that. You saw him coming up, like, yeah, let's go, let's go. Yo, what are you saying? He's like, yo, we winning a Super like, Bowl. They're gonna get a Super Bowl out of me. Believe yeah. that. Yeah. My favorite part was he mentioned RG three before Flacco mm. about guys you can learn from. I was like, I'm gonna go there. They got a good room. We got RG three, <laughs> like Joe Flacco. I was like, whoa. Yo, RG3, that RG3 signing too, they they signed him, what, a week ago? You think he's signing today with them? No shot. Nah. No, they're not. He's not. But they signed him a week ago because they had this in their plans all along. Yeah, probably. I had Lamar Jackson at the Ravens. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, and we got, well, just saying. The, the, the initial pick wasn't Lamar Jackson, though, from them. They took a 26-year-old tight end. With, kind of a head scratcher too. Wait, a big t- machine. Tight ends are a big part of their offense. I will yeah. say that it is. Yeah, Todd Heap. Well, Dennis Pitta was big for them Dennis too, but Pitta then he had two hip surgeries. Even, even Ben Watson had a, like Ben Watson and his talent level compared to the year he had. He was overused. He overproduced. I think that if you get a guy in there like Hayden Hurst, that's that's a good pick. If if you're getting Lamar Jackson, if you're leaving the first round with just that, that's, they also that's traded down. Yes, they did. To get Hayden Hurst twice, I think. Yeah, so they picked up some picks along the way too. Hayden before Hurst trading Lamar. back up to grab Lamar. Hey, yo, Lamar! Another. You, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, do you guys think uh, Derwin James? He got picked at seventeen. Do you think he fell too far? Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was the, one of the biggest steals. Steal. If, Steal. Yo, I heard too. I don't know if ESPN said it in draft coverage, but I might have read somewhere that it's true. They they've been trying to replace Eric Weddle since he left, and Derwin James is gonna be that guy. I like Darwin That's James. a big piece. Uh, I've never been on the Chargers bandwagon. I'm slowly starting to hop on. Look at you. I know. 
Philip Rivers? That's your boy. Yo, uh, Green Bay taking Jair Alexander. They need secondary help oh, a lot. Oh, well, that was, yeah, that was obvious. And, and you know who's going to be pulling the strings back there? Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> you, one more Whoa, thing. Oh, no pun intended. What the, the, the Raiders uh, trade back, right? And the third round pick they get in that trade, they trade for Martavis Bryant. So that's another kind of little wrinkle that the Raiders get Martavis Bryant for moving back, and they still get their guy. Although it, it looks like they kind of got fleeced because the Saints, two picks before them, got a first-round pick back, and they only got a third-round pick. But if they trade him for Martavis Bryant, that's the guy they're looking for. I think it's a good trade for the, Ra- for Yo, the Raiders. Jordy, Martavis, and Amari. Yeah. It's different. Yo, weapons. I just uh, – so one of my favorite wide receivers in the draft is Christian Kirk. As we're recording right now, just got drafted by the Cardinals. Ooh. Mm. Steve Sarkeesian said that this is the best wide receiver prospect he ever saw when he was a coach at USC. Josh Rosen got got a guy now to groom with. Ooh, that's gonna be horny. They needed that too. <laughs> they they do, that. yeah. They they I mean they lost John Brown. Um I don't Ooh, know if they lost the Packers got Josh Jackson too. Mm. Oh my round. god. Oh, wow. And they had Kevin King last year, so out of nowhere they just got their entire secondary is, is revamped. They're like, yo, we're chilling with Aaron. Let's build this D. That's yeah. nice. Sometimes you, sometimes, <laughs> you gotta, sometimes you gotta set foundation with D. Uh Cortland Sun and yeah, now he goes. Broncos. See ya. Um Titans replacing Williamson with Landry. Well, this is a lot going on right now in the second round. It's, yeah. it's happening as we want. Uh all right, let's let's move forward here. Uh we're done talking about the draft. Uh let's play some spitball. Mm-hmm. Starting with Around Europe We Go. Uh, we had the first leg of the semifinals in Champions League. Liverpool 5-2 win over Roma. Now they're going back to Roma for the second match. And then uh, Real Madrid coming back from one goal down to beat Bayern Munich 2-1 in Germany. So it's looking right now, according to Vegas, according to the scenario, it's probably going to be Liverpool and Real Madrid in the Champions League final. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Those are two brutal beatings. Yeah, yeah. To say the least. Though, though Roma came back against Barcelona, so True. can't count them out. That dirty lamb. Salah going back to Salah going Roma back to Roma. where he... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dirty lamb. Yeah. Anyone who's listening to this out of context is probably like, wow, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Uh, top secret DLs. So there was a top secret meeting between the NFL, the owners, and some players were invited. They went over the kneeling situation. Uh, some things were said, uh, but mostly not not much surprise. Everything's about money, and it all came down to money. It's costing people money. They don't like that it's causing people money. How do they get to it? It's one of the many conversations that will probably happen. Uh, but it was not supposed to leak. Actually, the first sentence that Roger Goodell said in the meeting was, "Let's keep this top secret." It wasn't. It leaked. And now it's a spitball. If Tim if Tim knows about it, <laughs> can't be good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Goats and legends. Um, this weekend. <laughs> Nick on, just got so hyped. Yo, on man, the man. MMA scene, if you want to see a heavyweight bout, Bellator, Grand Prix, Frank Mir versus Fedor. Nice. Wow. Wow. Watch Fedor legend. hit the mat, though, last time on Bellator. He did against Matt Matroni. Yeah, right? Giants yeah, guy. Remember that? Remember that? We were there for yeah, that. Yeah, we yeah. We were on the floor. They both got knocked the fuck out by each other. That's true. <laughs> and then Matroni was the first one to get up. Yeah. Yeah, it should be... That's all, isn't it? Frank Muir. Yo. Been on the scene. How old is that dude? OG. It's got to be 40. 40. And also, Probably. staying with MMA, that kid Nick Norwell, 
Word. With, uh, he he with doesn't nub? have yeah he has a, and he's signing with uh, Dana White's contender series. Yeah, That's he'll be dope. fighting. I think he's undefeated. I believe he is. He just came back for his first fight and he won. Nice in man. a couple years. Pulling for him. Dope first name, right? Give me some. Give me some. Nick. Nigo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nigo. That's my president. So in Egypt, uh, Mo Salah, the 25-year-old superstar, probably going to win the Ballon d'Or in the Egyptian presidential election. Got a million votes. <laughs> He's not running. But you know when they had that little option? Right in, bro. It's like other. A million? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yo, that's a ton. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, didn't it's like, like a million. Yo, like Harambe got like 10,000 or some shit, right? Yeah, but Harambe's not Salah, bro. Yo, but that's crazy. A million? No, Salah's a European. Yo, that's way... He's, that's so irresponsible. He's like the, as a country, that's <laughs> fucking crazy. He, he's the best soccer Egypt's player they've ever had. And, and they're and, in the World Cup this And they're year. in the World Cup mostly because of him. He's having a monster year. And yeah, it was, just, it was just pretty cool. It's like, yo, it's pretty fire. Shout out to Egypt. Just learned that I'm 9% Egyptian. Enough with this. Just saying. Tim, you're probably one percent everything. Yeah. No, no, no. Just nine percent Egyptian. I'm sixty nine percent Greek. Shout out to the number sixty nine. Here we go. Uh crazy why is it written like this? Advent Adventures. Adventures. Well, that's because Johnny Venters, the former shutdown setup man for the Braves, who made a all star team as a setup man. Think about that for a second. He made an all star I mean, he was out of the league in 2013, used to be completely dominant. He's had three Tommy John surgeries since Shit. then and got called up this I'm, this week, yesterday. Nice. Congratulations to Johnny Venter. Had a successful got, inning against Baltimore. Too. Yeah, got called, up, got called up with the Rays. Um, I can tell you as a Met fan, when it was Venters and Kimbrell at the end of games for the Braves, it was always, always, always. Bedtime. Bedtime. Always. <laughs> Always, every time. Get the sheets. Get the sheets. Uh, NHL playoff roundup. So we got the final eight. Uh, round two just started. Penguins went up early 1-0 with a win over the Capitals. Vegas! Hello? 7-0, bro. 7-0. Four yeah, goals no, in the no. first yesterday. Insane. Lit shit up. Uh, right now as we're recording, the Jets are playing the Preds, opening their series, and the Bruins play the New York Lightning, as many refer to them around here, uh, tomorrow, Saturday. <laughs> Why, why are they referred to as New York Lightning? There's like eight players that played for yeah, the McDonough, Girardi, JT Miller, Strollman. Anyone else? <laughs> Sounds like a New York team. Is Boyle over there? Nah, no, he's in Jers. Dirty Jers. Yeah, I used to fuck with him. Boy, was it true. That was my yeah. favorite Ranger. Yeah. I fuck with him more now because of shit he went through and yeah. shit he persevered through. Shout out to Ryan Boyle. Kicking cancer's ass. Fuck oh, that guy. shout out. Best moment of the draft. I uh, forgot the ah, Ryan yeah. Ryan here. Ryan Shazier coming out, walking on his own power. That's Dope. crazy. Because Dope. that hit, we were in the studio yeah. when it happened. Shit. And it was a very scary one. And to see him doing pull-ups and then walking out there, it was dope. It, it took away from the kid getting drafted because like he was up there taking the pictures too. But I think like it, it didn't matter because yeah, of that. Dude, you know, like it didn't it, it, it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it was an Edmund, so his his brother already got drafted, so you know, he could celebrate later with them. <laughs> uh all right let's talk about the nba a little bit uh some some shit has gone down uh right now toronto is leading the wizards three to two is there a chance that the wizards uh pull us out or not every team has right yeah every team has has won at home uh i thought this series i think you called a sweep i did right? toronto I, did. I, I thought that that was a, a a bad approach there because beal and wall 
are too nice to get swept. I think that they could take over a series, and they did. The two games that they won, I think they combined for over 50 points. And them two, it's too dynamic of a backcourt. And I think that that's what you saw. But uh, I I think that Toronto probably is going to end up going through. It'd be a pretty big upset considering that it's a one versus eight. But I think that backcourt's an all-star backcourt, and they're going to keep you in games, and that's what you've seen so far. You're talking about the Wizards' backcourt. Yeah, yeah. Currently down three. I mean, up three. I'm sorry. The Wizards are up three as we're recording. As we're recording. Game six. I would definitely be surprised if Toronto went down. I think they close it out here. But shout-out to the the Wizards who, you know, their roster is not as good as they expected, and they had a bunch of bullshit happen to them during the season. See, I think the roster is as good as as expected. They're just not playing up to their potential. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, they're an underperforming squad. Right. Like, it, they're not playing like their 2K ratings say they should be playing. You know what I mean? So when, but they they've won two games. They've played well. They've been in all the games. There's been no blowouts in the series, if I can remember correctly. So, um, yeah, I think Toronto ends up winning it. But shout out to the Wizards for putting up a fight. I think this is something you take into next year. Uh, all right. What about the Celtics and the Bucks series tied three three? Exciting. <laughs> That's another series where every team's won at home. Uh, both of those series in the in the East is playing out. I mean, yo, the, the what Milwaukee's doing is uh, Jabari Parker is getting more of a role now. Middleton had a monster game in game uh, game five, I think it was. No, game six to to send it to game seven. And I think it's going to come down to is Giannis. If if Milwaukee wins this series, it's going to come from Giannis having a LeBron James game five kind of game where he just drops 40, 15, and like eight. Like he needs to, if he wants to be in that class, you need to win this series against a Celtics team that it shouldn't even be in this scenario. But that's just Brad Stevens being a tremendous coach. And the two young bucks, uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, really showing that, yo, if you're going to trade me away, you better be getting like an Anthony Davis kind of package back. Like don't trade me for like, no disrespect, CJ McCollum. But, you know, there's a lot of upside with those guys. Yeah, I think when it comes when it comes to this series, like I think like Nick said, I think if you just look at who's outplayed who during which, which games, I think the Bucks have played um, more explosive basketball as opposed to the Celtics playing more fundamentally sound, well coached basketball. Um, it's gonna be an interesting game seven, that's for sure. I don't I don't know who's gonna win. I'll I'll say the Celtics because they're at home, and like Nick said, all the home teams have won. But it's gonna be hard to. Man, it's hard to beat Giannis, man. He's clearly the best player on that court every time he's on the court. I'm loving the Rozier uh, Bledsoe war. I'm just loving, like, just in general in this playoffs. There's been a lot of physicality. I feel like we're... That's not petty, though, from Bledsoe. When he called him out after game three. Two. Yeah, after he said, said, I don't know who that is. Come on, man. He just dogged you. You know exactly who he is. Rozier was talking shit, too, though. It was in response to Rozier saying something like... They called uh, him Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, calling him Drew Bledsoe. That's kind of funny, That's pretty fire. (laughs) That's a good one. That was kind of funny. Philly and the Heat. Philly took them down. That's a scary squad, man. Me came home, and then they win. That's fire. (laughs) It was blowout fashion. Hold on, wait a minute. Yo, uh, shout out to uh, Tim's take, Bellinelli, being underrated. 17 a game in the series. He's in there crunch time. Last five minutes of the game, he's out there with them. I'm not saying that I blessed him, but he's been doing this since I said his name. I blessed him. But I'm not saying that I blessed him, but I blessed him. It was good, and what's crazy is is uh, their 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 last five minutes, their crunch time is Simmons and Bead, Redick, Bellinelli, and uh, Ilya Silva, 
And Ilya Silva and Bellinelli weren't even on the team in the beginning of the year. These are guys that they got at, at like the waiver. They kind of cut them, those, those teams. It's like, yo, these guys have been on playoff teams. They've played in some big games. And you pair that up with J.J. Redick. Now, Joe, you don't have one. You have two random white dudes that shoot threes. Hello. And one's a Euro guy, too. What's up? <laughs> so, and, and yo, the process. And I'm kind of, hes- uh, I get a little, like, iffy about teams going forward when they react. Like, remember the Knicks? They won that game against the Heat, and they dropped the confetti and the balloons at <laughs> oh MSG because it was, like, their first playoff win in, like, 15 years. The, the the 76ers were, like, passing out trophies and doing a little Liberty Bell and champagne. And I'm like, yo, that's a little too much. But then you realize that what this was, been like, through. the laughing stock of the league for about five years. So yeah. I feel him on that. And, yo, Brett Brown, shout, shout out to him because he's been through a lot as a head coach. I think that that three of Embiid, I'm gonna throw Ilya Sova in there and Simmons hitting the glass. That's a scary three to, you know, chase off the glass. They get it done. Yeah, Simmons is the process. Simmons has taken the next step, and yeah. they completely just—I don't even know what happened to Whiteside. It was just unbelievable. The one game that Miami won, that's because D Wade channeled 2006 D Wade. I don't right? think Whiteside knows what happened to Whiteside. He's—he's you know, like on a max. Upset. He's on a max deal, and Miami's known for like giving good contracts. That's a rough one to get it from. From get from Up out of. Yeah, we go. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, we have uh Cavs Pacers Cleveland's winning three two. LeBron is going ape shit. This series is exactly why the NBA regular season matters because the Pacers beat them in the regular season three to one. Everything you're seeing play it out is what you saw in the regular season. Cleveland is horrible on defense. It takes LeBron to put up superhuman games. And even then, game five, he won on a buzzer beater. Buzzer beater, yeah. Right? I was goaltending. So. And it's never, and, and that's the other Yo. thing. Yo. Not Bro. for nothing, but it was. Yeah, I love. Shit Vic- hit the glass. I love Victor Oladipo's post game to that too, where he was just like, "Yo, I felt him grab me on the way by." He's like, "That was a foul." He's like, "Then I go to lay it up, and it clearly hit the backboard." That's a goal ten. He's like, "But yo, props to LeBron." He he, he was like, "Yo, LeBron hit that three. He's like, that's a tough ass shot." He's like, "But he also had a good point." He said, "Who knows if they even run that play if that layup goes down or counts." They might not be going for a three. They might be going for it to tie it up, send it to overtime. That's a good point. I mean, he's the reason why they he shot them out of game three and four. And then that's why that's they, why had a they couple lost of those. Yeah, he had some rough games. And, I mean, game one and two, it was like, yo, Oladipo, you got to play 45 minutes a night. Oh, game two, he got in trouble early. Foul trouble, yeah. That also hurt them. With all this being said, the Cavs will win this series because LeBron James is a superhuman. Oh, for with sure, the, yeah. With the biggest dick on earth. Just yeah. Massive schlong, wrapped around his leg twice. Jesus. But yeah, I'm, I'm concerned. <laughs> if I if slamming the point home, we just went through the Big east. Dicks. Right now, you guys still picking Cleveland to go through the east? Because I'm not. I still think they could. I think that I still. I'm not down. I LeBron. still like it. They could. Yeah. I mean, I think anyone. It's could, gonna take LeBron. Well, I had Raptors just, originally going through. the If it's east, not so. them, it's Philly. I think they could beat the Raptors. If it's not them, it's Philly. They could beat the Raptors because. They're, the Raptors starting five is going to see LeBron across them, and they're going to be like, oh, damn, him again. It's like one of those things. They just have his number. He has their number, I yeah, should yeah. say. Like the Penguins and the Capitals. Penguins are up one nothing in that series, right? They're going to sleep the Capitals. Yeah, they've knocked them out three three straight playoff series, I sleep think, them. or, or oh, the last three times. That's, that's a take. Ovechkin's oh, <laughs> never seen a conference championship. That's a take. But, yeah, yo, I, I, I would take Vegas has Philly as uh, the favorite to come out. And, yo, Cleveland's not good. It's LeBron, and LeBron just has to put up these monster games. And even then, it's not enough sometimes. It comes out to a buzzer beater. Yeah. 
So it, it, it it's going to be fun. Right, boss? Yo, not for nothing, though. LeBron, like LeBron though. was also outside of five feet, I think, in that game. He was like one for nine. And then he hit that three, who, which looked a lot like Michael Jordan. Over Elo. Over yeah. Elo. If you go that. to the Veterans Minimum um, that was a dope video. YouTube page, I, I like split screen the videos. Yo, it really looks like the same place. It's a little farther away. That was but, fire. Uh, Knicks Rockets made light work of the Timberwolves 4-1. Yeah, expected that. Yeah, I think uh, we'll see the wolves back though. Harden, Harden had a game where he made. Uh, I think he shot four of twenty, and then and they won by fifteen. I think, <laughs> and that doesn't happen in the past years, which is why I think that this Rockets team is different from the other ones because Harden, Harden could afford to have a bad game because he got Chris Paul, yeah. and then vice versa. Underrated injury is uh Bo Mute. I think that he's he might make all NBA defense. And he's a big part of what they did this whole year. And he has like a shoulder injury. And I think if he comes back, that like that's a guy that you could throw at the rant. You're not gonna stop him, like Boss says. You're not gonna stop him, but just hope to like contain him a little bit. But you need all hands on yeah. deck when you're gonna go up against the. Just make him work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they got so many offensive guys too. If he gets in a little foul trouble against Durant, okay, just make sure he knows. Just make you're sure there. you work. Yeah, you yeah. can't. Like you just don't give him an easy route to the basket. Um, all right, Golden State one four one. Kawhi's a bitch. Uh-oh. Kawhi Leonard's a bitch. I officially am not on the Kawhi Leonard bandwagon. Yo, did you see how hard Manu Ginobili was playing? Yeah. Like, yo, you saw that guy give every single inch of himself, and you got Kawhi Leonard sitting at home with a fucking injury that he's been nursing and that he should have been back with. I don't fuck with that at all. You're not even on the bench. You're not even in a suit. Your coach, who brought you into this league when no one else believed in you, his wife just died. You're not going to be on the bench. You're not gonna be with your. You're not gonna be with Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili and these guys who are on their last legs that have given you that have given you all they've had in a series without Steph Curry. You're not even gonna be on the end of the bench. Fuck you, yo. For real. I don't want. Uh, Impy said you wouldn't trade Porzingis with him for him. No, I don't want that guy anywhere near the Knicks. I don't want that guy anywhere near any of my teams. If I'm if I'm a fan, fuck him, yo. For real. It's really not as a person. It's a really as a professional. It's a strange situation. It is the entire situation. I'm just. I don't know the hundred the facts behind it, so I'm not going to comment on it. It's just so weird. Like, what could have possibly? It's just weird. Shout out to Manu Ginobili, though. He might be done. Great yeah. career. Yeah. So it it was really sad. Like, they really gave it everything they had against that game. They did not quit. They did not say ne- like they could have quit so many times in that game, but they kept coming back. Down 20 to 11. And then the lead would be stretched to 20 again. Back to 9. And then the lead would be stretched to 15 again. Back down to 7. And they had him, at, they had him as close as 4th or 1 possession 3 in the, in the last few minutes. And then Durant hit that dagger. Just He doesn't even have to just – he just shoots over somebody. And that's, that's it. And that was the end of it. But, yo, Ginobili gave every single inch of himself in that game. And to watch one player do that and another player not even be on the end of the bench in the suit. Who's supposed to be your superstar? Yeah. Who's supposed to be the superstar? Like that makes me not fuck with you at all. Do you think Kawhi resigns with them? No. No no. shot. He's still under contract, isn't he? Yeah. They gotta trade him. I don't think there's any way if something like that happens, I don't I don't think so, man. Something clearly I think Boston makes the most sense, man. Yeah, they'd have to give up something. For a Tatum and Brown package. Yeah, I don't know if you do it if you're Boston, man. Yeah, that's all steep, that's, right? That's a, that's a lot. That's that kind of thing, I mean, picks. depending on the situation, uh, you know, honestly, we don't know whose fault it is, whatever. But, like, to me, from the outside looking in, like, uh, is that a character issue? I don't know. Yes. Because it's like, do you want that guy? You still want a guy that's, like, for the team. And it's like, yo, regardless of what happens, it's like, yo, you still got to, like, 
these are your guys. Like, I'd rather have, have a team guy. out to drive. Like even if you don't fuck with the coach, or you don't fuck with like the GM or whoever or the owner. It's like, yo, you're still gonna leave your guys out there. It's kind of fucked up. I'd rather have a guy who smokes weed than a guy who does this to his teammates. Yeah, honestly, it's. I think he stays with the Spurs though. One uh, one big factor, they could give him two hundred twenty million. I think money talks in that situation. He's won a ring. He's already. Uh, Will they give him two hundred twenty million? Though? That's true. They, they might not. They I might wonder, not. I wonder if you know this question, Nick. What if can can they do a sign and trade where he signs for the max in, with San Antonio money? Yeah, and then that, he gets traded. Yeah, yeah, a lot of teams do that many times. Yeah, sign and trades. You you see it all the time. They but have I'm, to I'm opt talking in. about with the money with the money because I know you can only offer that type of money if you're the team that drafted. Yeah, plus like you got the, bird rights. Yeah, bird, yeah. Interesting. Uh, New Orleans swept the Blazers. I, yo, that was uh, we call uh, on Degeneration bets. We called the Pelicans. They were they were right around plus two hundred to win the series. Not like this though. And I'm a Crazy. big I'm a big Damian Lillard guy. I've always been down with Lillard, but uh, it was a funny like uh, meme going up where it's like he always does the it's Dame time and he points. Yeah, and it yeah. was like it was a picture of him and on the other side it was the Apple Watch red like the batteries <laughs> out. Yeah. Uh, the the one breakdown I had of this series when we were doing the playoff preview was Anthony Davis can't be stopped, especially Portland. And right now I think Anthony Davis is is probably playing the Anthony Davis basketball that everyone assumed that we would get. He's healthy, and Holiday and Rondo completely. Stole the entire soul from that backcourt in Portland. Yeah, I think Anthony Davis became the center, and this yeah, he's team, playing the five too. Yeah, this team became what they could be. Miritich, yeah, you know, yeah, big part of that series. Shout out to Free Bobby punching him in the face, Free got him Bobby. out of there. Bobby Portis, <laughs> E Twizzy, E Twizzy, baby, Yo, Rond- <laughs> Rond- <laughs> getting big minutes, putting up no stats, yeah. we getting big minutes, we getting big minutes. Nah, Rondo and Drew just killed this whole series. Yo, playoff Rondo is like a thing. Like NBA Twitter, they, they talk about like playoff Rondo being like a. It's like he steps into the booth and he comes out as Superman. It's like some shit when it comes like this time in April. It's like something clicks. He's been playing out of his mind. Yeah, I always fucked with Rondo. True Holiday too. All of a sudden, like this guy goes from from a good a good player, but you're not gonna write anything at home about him. To a guy who's playing at the level of you're like, wow, this guy is a number two. I'll I'll stand by. It. His contract is crazy, super crazy. Shout out, super crazy. I'm super crazy. I'm crazy. CWLG. But <laughs> I'm super crazy. Drew Holiday is is dope when he plays, but there's going to be a time where he's going to miss like 50 games because that's just been his career. And then it's like, oh, shit, I'm looking down the bench and Drew Holiday's in a suit like Joe Kim Noah. It's like, damn, that sucks that I'm playing him. But, yeah, as long as he's healthy. And, yeah, it's going to be a fun – It they're, they're playing uh, the Warriors in the second round. It's going to be dope. I would like to see them win at least one game. Don't get swept because I think going forward, that shows a lot to Anthony Davis, who's going to be a free agent after next summer, and he's going to be the, the one everyone has a semi for. So clearly you have no real high hopes for them beating the Warriors. No, no. Uh, as, as of the time of recording, Curry's probably going to miss game one. They're going to test him for game two. He'll probably be back in the middle of the series. I think they could push it six. I think they could win a couple games. The home crowd in New Orleans was pretty dope. They sold out, and it was like the first time they've they've done that in a very long time. And there, there's some momentum behind them. I'm gonna be rooting for the Pelicans so fucking hard in this series. Well, it's gonna know. be kind of ridiculous. <laughs> You're gonna get a hat. Nah. Uh, <laughs> the last series we have uh, OKC Jazz. Utah's up three two right now. 
Tim, Mel- Mellow sucks, guys. Tim, yeah. Mellow uh, sucks, guys. I was gonna, I was Mello gonna sucks. say. Tim, Tim uh, I'm like validating Tim's takes <laughs> on this episode. Which is I don't know what's going on. I'm kind of feeling like guys, but yeah, yo, everybody right who's been a mellow critic and a hater this entire season, you're right. I'm sick. Yeah, it, it it's been rough to watch. Um, game game five, Rudy Gobert picked up two fouls within the first four minutes before the first TV timeout, and then what happened? Playoff P, the the self-appointed nickname, but Paul George and Russ are just driving the lane. And even then, they had a 25-point lead. Yeah, I got home from work. I turned it on at that exact point. It was 71-46. Yeah, I woke up the next morning. I'm I like, was oh, shit, they sick. won. Because you hit the chat up. And you're like, yo, uh, I My can't bet? believe the Thunder. Yeah, you had four and a half, right? Genius. Wow. <laughs> you <laughs> bet four and a half. I told Bro. you, like, yeah, you must have been sweating, but it was an in-game, right? No, nah, it was an in-game bet. They, they cut it to six at that point, and they were rolling, and they were at home, and I was like, it was a six-point game in the third quarter with Gobert with five fouls. Yeah, yeah. It was Derek like, Favors with four fouls. Yeah. And they need two points to cover that spread. I was like, yes, they're yeah. going to win this game. I'm, and, you know, not for nothing, I agree with you on the mellow point, and Jeremy Grant should be getting way more minutes. Oh, oh for, for sure. Bro, this dude is a... An active freak on defense. Yeah, yeah. Runs the floor and rebounds with anyone. Can jump through the gym. So, yo, that guy needs to see more playing time. Especially, you know, on a team like that where they, they don't need him on offense. Where you have playoff P and, and Westbrook. Where yeah. he's not going to touch the ball, which is fine. He's active throughout the whole game. Yo, Paul George is a free agent this summer. And he's going to ask for a max. I know he's going to get it. But I will pull him aside in the meeting and be like, yo, dog. Joe Ingles, though? <laughs> like, come on, fam. Yeah. I'm giving yo, you... That guy doesn't look like a substitute teacher. Yeah. Yo, they 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 cut his ass, like, all the time. It's like a running joke. Like, all the Utah players wear, like, uh, memes and, and like, sh- funny shirts about him and shit. And it's like, yo, dude, he's dogging you in these, this series. He's a dog. He's Australian, bro. Australians are fucking tough. tough. Yeah. Shout out Delhi. And speaking about... And yo, speaking of enough. tough Australians, the Thunder run no plays for Steven Adams, and that guy has become dynamic on offense in terms of how he can score by the rim, and he gets no love, and he gets no kind of any type of offense I mean, run you got for him. Russ and Imagine how much he would be a valuable asset if you ran some plays for him eventually where you have to keep an eye on him. You can't take the guy away on the double. Like, imagine how valuable he would be if you can't automatically switch as soon as Russ turns the corner. That would open up a whole new world. I guess, but... Yo, if you're a Jazz fan, keep showing love to Donovan Mitchell because you can't get free agents to come to Utah. Remember Draymond Green said, yo, man, I hope the Clippers win this series because like, it's trash. Club shut down like, yeah. early, V. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yo, it's crazy, too. I think I touched on this earlier, but they, yo, Jazz always hit a home run. Gordon Hayward, Ron Williams. You know, Ron Williams early. Rudy Gobert, like, they get it done drafting. They draft well. They draft well. Jerry Sloan's still in charge over there, isn't he? If I'm not mistaken. I don't know if he has a like, front office position. Yo, honestly, I think he passed away. Nah. Wait, what? Young Money Jerry Sloan? Yo, hold on. Am I am I bugging? I, I gotta fact check that because that's a that's a <laughs> Young Money He's Jerry Sloan. He's alive. He's alive. Oh my god. I apologize, Jerry. <laughs> that's an ageist. He does have health issues though. Ageist, okay. Nick. It's ageist. Yeah, he's seventy six. Of course he has health issues. Okay. All right. He's 76. 76 year old people 76 have health issues. Relax over there. Fucking. Yeah, but did I go really hard for that one? Yeah. My bad. He's 76. Yes. My bad. My bad. My bad. You bastard. You know what? Fuck all of you and your Jerry Sloan slander. 
Uh, Rudy, uh, Ricky Rubio, a little Spanish butterfly, is playing well too. He had a triple double <laughs> in the series. That name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was texting Josh the whole game, and a I little was Spanish saying, butterfly. Every time he did something, I love I was that. Like, Ricky Rubio. I wonder what his views are about Catalonia being an independent state. That's a different podcast. I know mm. you guys don't. I don't, even, I don't even know what you said. Cantaloupes? <laughs> That's all I heard. I know Catalina salad, salad dressing is fire. Catalina, the Catalina wine, the motherfucking Catalina wine mixer. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Uh, well, that is our episode for today. You got the little uh, the draft. Second round's going on right now. Guys just went to Washington. Nice pick. Ooh. Nice pick. Our division... Sucks! Fuck! P. Ryan and Geis back to back years. Geis is the starter we Yeah, I think P. Ryan is. uh, You saw his limitations last year. Damn. Yo, you would have been nice if the Steelers took him the next pick. Get some some controversy going over there. Hmm. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, anyway, Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Patrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real frisky. At Brodo Fantasy is the handle for the fantasy podcast, everything you need for daily fantasy baseball. And we're going to be doing some uh, NFL draft reactions fantasy-wise next Wednesday uh, with all the picks and where they fit and who could be some sleepers and some guys that uh, you can draft this year. And also... Tacos and liquor out mm. now on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Google Play, all that shit. Um, at Johnny Patrop, Johnny Patrop is the name. Tacos and liquor is the album. Uh, also made the theme song to Degeneration Bets, the sports betting and DFS oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah you, know, you like that shit. Uh, Land VM ten on all <laughs> social media outlets. Uh, yeah, stay horny. Uh, Boss, shout out to Lamb. I was watching Lamb on Twitch morning. today too. Oh, speaking of Twitch.tv slash Nick I was Disappointed with the showing today, but you know, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be Those back. Those rockets, man. Those rockets are killer. <laughs> let me tell you. And uh, Devito twenty seven on Twitter and the gram. Shout out to Kimmy Motombo. Kimmy Motombo Motombo. Right. One more time. One more time for the Kembe Motombo Maplundo Macumba Jean Jack Motombo. Dude, that sounds so fake. I fucking it's love great. it. Tumbo, bumbo, bumbo. I'll get Vita Vase. I'll get his next. Uh, good luck with that. Okay, yeah. Mad apostrophes. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Joe Santa. I got one. Go follow the show at Veterans Minimum and our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Veterans Minimum. And uh, yeah, our Instagram as well, Veterans underscore Minimum. Sometimes we're going live on there. We were live for the draft, like we said earlier. But yeah, that is all. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Let's do it again. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.